What's up, ladies and gentlemen? So, wow, what a crazy night and morning. First off, before talking about anything else, I'd like to congratulate pre the new president-elect Donald Trump for his victory over Hillary Clinton early this morning. The Republicans also remain in control of the Senate and the House after several tight races, which is good. So now Trump has... Well, I should say, the Republicans have control of the White House and Congress for the first time, I think since like 1928 or something like that. You can fact check that if you'd like. I think it's 1928, though. I could be wrong. Trump also has the opportunity to fill at least one Supreme Court justice position during his term. Uh, obviously, the late Justice Scalia, he'd better fill that. Show, so the uh, balance of power in the Supreme Court should be five Republicans to four Democrats. Said the current four to four since it's eight currently since he passed away and there's an opening currently. I'm guessing the Supreme Court decision will probably be one of his first decisions after he is inaugurated, but besides that, he still has quite a bit of work to do to turn his country around and repeal many, if not all, of Obama's executive orders, his mostly unconstitutional executive orders, and various other decisions and policies like Obamacare, for one. Um, so, post-election, basically this morning and into the night right now, the <laughs> bit, I'm entitling this video podcast, The Hypocritical Left. Why is that? Because I remember seeing articles on CNN and other liberal news sites, like, oh, she'll win and he'll whine, or basically meaning that she'll win hands down, and Trump will whine, and his supporters will whine. And it's almost the other way around, except in this case, Hillary, surprisingly, actually gave a really, really good concession speech. I actually give her props for that. It was actually really good. Trump's victory speech was very, very good as well. It was very gracious. It was humble. He didn't call anyone out. He didn't throw anyone under the bus. He was even thanked Hillary for her you know, determination and fight through the campaigns. I definitely, definitely liked that. I know many other people did as well. Even Obama's speech was pretty good. He was talking about working together and having a smooth transition and all that good stuff. So even after Obama and Hillary's speeches, there are still there are people now rioting and protesting in most of the major cities of the country anti-Trump. Okay, I understand that you lost the election but you don't have to be sore losers about it. I mean, we just had to do with eight years of Obama. I didn't protest. I don't know anyone that protested or rioted during the last two elections before this one. You had your Democratic... Or, Republican. You had your Democratic president for the last eight years. You had your chance to make your difference, make your changes, whatever. He failed. That's why he. That's why Hillary lost because people want to change from the corruption and the politicians in Washington. And so just because your candidate lost doesn't mean that you should be a sore loser about it. Because this is why it's hypocritical. Because if Trump lost, Hillary won. And if the Republicans and or Trump supporters rioted and protested and all that kind of stuff, the media would jump all over it and say, oh, how... You know, how it's sore losers we are and all that. Well, this t 
time it goes the other way around because the left in this case, the Hillary's, Hillary supporters are the sore losers. Also, people posting or tweeting death threats to Trump on Twitter and posting things like that on Facebook and other social media outlets and whatever else. I mean, come on, death threats, that's a little extreme. People saying, oh, this is the fall of America. This is the end of the world. Trump apocalypse and a bunch of crap like that. Why? He hasn't had a chance yet. If you look at his past, he doesn't have any political background, which is good and bad. It's good because he has a fresh, clean slate in the world of politics. It's bad because he has some probably naivety regarding certain things. Yes, I voted for Trump. I support Trump. But I know he's not going to be most likely not be the most perfect person, most perfect president. He, he might learn as he goes and might do really well. His campaign, he had no idea what he was doing at the beginning, but he got stronger through it. And I think he had a strong campaign as the uh, season went through, not went on. So you see these Twitter tweets, death threats, protests. You see <laughs> these idiot celebrities saying things like, oh, I'm leaving the country. Oh, this is such a sad day for America. Okay, leave the country. We're not going to miss you. You have no bearing on anything that any of us do. For example, Robert De Niro. Complaining, complaining, complaining in some awards show or awards ceremony. I don't even know what he was doing. To everyone how, don't vote for Trump. He's such a whatever and vote for Hillary. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. You people, celebrities, are paid to make movies, paid to write music, paid to sing music, whatever. Paid to entertain us. We don't pay you. We don't pay you to see your movies, to see your music and all that stuff. And to hear your expert political opinion. We don't care what you think. Your political opinion means absolutely nothing to me. And I'm sure millions of others, since if you notice the uh, vote, the popular vote, is fairly close at the moment. I mean, I think, last time I checked, I think Hillary was up by about 200,000 votes. So about half the country was split. So don't tell me, oh yeah, you know, don't vote for her, you're, I won't respect you. I don't care if you don't respect me. Your respect means nothing to me. Then you have the media people, of course, freaking out. The, art, the news articles saying crazy stuff. Like I mentioned before about, oh, Trump apocalypse, and this is the end of the world, and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. You have all the CNN news anchors, MSNBC people just just in shock about what happened last night on Trump's basically historic upset over Hillary. Which it was. It was definitely a unique experience. I mean, I'm not that old. I'm only 27. So I don't have a lot of experience watching elections, but I do remember, at least from back in 2000 up, how those were. And I know this is definitely the most unique of those few there. You now have the other Republican leaders and things basically lining up to kiss Trump's butt because they know, oh, wow, we support him and now we can lose our jobs, basically. So, you know, Paul Ryan's congratulating him and calling him and Mitch McConnell and various other, you know, senators and congressmen and things, which is fine. We obviously want the party to be united so we can get some of these Obama decisions overturned and replaced with better decisions. 
And then we have the Trump cabinet selections. Hopefully pick some good people to fill those spots. I'm hoping personally picks people like Newt Gingrich, Rudy Giuliani, General Flynn, uh, Ben Carson, people like those to fill those positions. That'd be really good. And I think our country would really benefit from those choices. And then you have the uh, various other countries in the world lining up to talk to Trump, basically, and give them their congratulations. And they almost seem a little scared. Not scared in the fact that, oh, no, we're going to run and hide. But kind of that, that respectful scared, I guess. Unlike what they had with Obama. More like a Reagan scared. How, because they didn't know what he's going to do, but they knew he had strength behind him. And that he's going to make, basically, what Trump's doing, make America great again. Which is Trump's slogan, obviously. And Russia, who doesn't get along with Obama, obviously. Well, Putin doesn't get along with Obama. And, obviously, there's tension in between the two countries currently. And Putin already said that, oh, yeah, you know, talk to Trump, we'll talk together, we'll, you know, kind of get these ties between our two countries. We'll definitely work, start working something out there. We have the Filipino president who also hates Obama who's super excited that Trump got elected and definitely willing to talk to him and you know gain our alliance strength back and same with other countries in Europe and such of course countries that are benefiting from some corruption things in the last eight years such as Mexico they're kind of scared because they don't know what's going to happen with the border and trade agreements and things like that. You have the Muslim nations uh, out in the Middle East that are scared because of how uh, Trump might take away the Iran deal, which is good because that's a friggin' waste of money that we don't have since we're trillions and trillions of dollars in debt. So that's one step closer to getting <laughs> less debt. I mean, I don't think Trump can totally erase the deficit in four years, it's, I think that's a physical impossibility at this point. But they're scared because they don't know if they're going to focus more on getting rid of ISIS. But then you have countries like Israel with uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, who is absolutely gushing that Trump got elected because Trump is a big friend of Israel, unlike Obama. So Trump will definitely support Israel and their, you know, their support them as they move forward. I think actually Trump is uh, called Israel's one of his first calls actually this morning after he was after his victory speech and all that good stuff. So that's a good start to his foreign relations. I mean, obviously he doesn't have foreign policy experience, being not being a politician before, but I mean that's a good start that people respect you already. People want to talk. People want to have conversation about peace and things. Oh, I almost forgot another useless organization that's upset with the Trump win is the UN. Okay, the UN is such a waste, but that's a whole other topic I can discuss in a whole other uh, video podcast, basically. But they're not happy because of the various the Paris Agreement, climate change, or whatever it's called, that Obama's pushing, and hopefully that doesn't get signed before uh, Trump gets inaugurated, that'd be kind of bad. Well, Obviously, there's a lot going on in the country right now. Still a lot of division, obviously, with the riots and protests and angry tweets and comments and articles when we left. And obviously, the right's happy with this, for the most part, besides some of the 
third-party voters, which aren't, in my mind, they wasn't the best idea to do that. But at least he still won, so they didn't take away too many votes or hurt him in the election, obviously. But like I said, there's a lot going on right now, so I'll continue to make more videos, podcasts, and blogs to report on it and give my opinion to for whatever that's worth. As always, uh, if you like this video and like my other videos, uh, podcasts, and blogs, please like and subscribe to my YouTube channel, to my uh, podcast on SoundCloud. Also, visit my website, of course, at jeffsworld.org for all my videos, podcasts, and blogs, and other news and commentary. Also, please visit me on Facebook and Twitter. I also have a Pinterest page and a Google Plus page you can check out. That's also good. Once again, please like and subscribe, and I will talk to you guys next time.